This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Kelly companies available right from your TV on both Shaw uh, Direct Advanced and Shaw, Shaw Direct Classic Channel 825, ladies and gentlemen. Visit ami.ca slash audio for a list of channel locations in your area. Kelly McDonald here. Appreciate you being with us on the program. I'm in the London, Ontario home studio. My co-host in her home studio in Toronto, Ramya Muthan. Well, Kels, we're going to talk a little theater, and it's always exciting when we say back to in-person. That's the theme of uh, this conversation. Yes, and theater, exactly. So the Disability Collective has announced their first, first in-person event, and this is a children's uh, theater show titled What Happened to You? And we're going to talk more about it with artistic director and founder Emily Maxwell and managing director Nathan Sartori. Nathan, nice to have you on Kelly and Company. And Emily, it's nice catching up with you uh, off of our work together at Luminato. How are both of you? We're doing really well. It's nice to to catch up with you as well, Ramya. Yeah, this is very exciting. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for coming on. So let's get into it um, because I think there's uh, some so much excitement that you guys want to share. So Emily, for those of us who might not be aware, can you tell us about the Disability Collective and what you guys do? Absolutely. The Disability Collective is a not-for-profit organization and community of disabled artists who are dedicated to celebrating and showcasing disability in the arts. And so far, we've done this through a series of online events. We've done showcases, virtual cooking classes, workshops, and more, all featuring disabled artists. We really strive to not only talk about accessibility and dismantling barriers, especially in the entertainment industry and specifically in theater, um, but also we showcase our disabilities proudly and want to, uh, you know, show off that disability is beautiful. Right on. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Beautiful, fun, so many great things and words that go with it. Nathan, you have your first in-person show titled, What Happened to You? Can you explain what this is about? Yeah, absolutely. So What Happened to You is coming all the way from the United Kingdom. Uh, the show was created by puppet designer Nikki Charlesworth, who is from England. And it's a new heartwarming piece of puppet theater for children and their families. Nice. So Nikki created this piece uh, semi-autobiographically out of the need for um, seeing herself on stage and specifically in puppetry. Um, so it challenges the fundamental laws of what you traditionally see in puppetry uh, and her puppets that she created and designed reflect her own disability, which is cerebral palsy and the puppet moves as she moves. So it's really unique. You've, you've never seen anything like it before. I, that sounds really awesome. And how do you, where do you enunciate the, uh, what happened to you? Is it what happened to you or is it what, happened to you <laughs> good question that's though. a good question it's a really good <laughs> yeah. question does it really matter is I, there some context I, yeah i like to think that it's sort of up for interpretation i think that there ah. are sort of a myriad of ways that you could 
um, sort of phrase it and think about it and think about the meaning behind it. And I think they all apply. Um, It is a line that is mentioned a couple times in the show. And so that would maybe help give it some context. But I think it's supposed to be up for interpretation and folks can um, sort of figure out what that means for them. Yeah, it's interesting mm-hmm. because it's a really good question because as I looked at it, that's what it reminded me of in my past. People say, what up with you? You know, why are you blind? Mm-hmm. What's, what's that about? Or yes. what's wrong with you, right? So that's that's wonderful question. Mm. Yeah, okay. and that's the exact theme behind the title of the show is that I think as disabled folks, we've all had folks ask us questions like that. And um, it's sort of challenging that, but in a fun family-friendly, accessible way. Yeah. Well, and also interesting, too, to see herself, right? We've all said, you know, I'd like to see somebody like me. And I know when I watched TV as a kid, I related most to Mr. Magoo. And a lot of people say, what the heck? That's crazy, especially people in the low vision blind community. But I didn't feel so alone. So I understand that seeing oneself Mm -hmm. or or something, someone similar. Just anywhere, right? Anywhere seeing anybody like you. Um, Emily, how did the show come together? You talk about the the creator. Um, Nathan was telling us about the creator and all that. But anything else on just actually logistically putting the show together? Yes. Yeah, so we hosted um, uh, an event last year called Artist Movement. It was a virtual showcase online. And we had artists from all over the world submit for the showcase um, because it was virtual, we were able to connect with folks all over. And Nikki was one of the folks who submitted. And we just really loved her work and loved what she was doing. And we knew she had this show that she was putting together and um, had begun uh, performing in the UK. And we had been talking for a while about, you know, it would be so lovely to bring it to Toronto one day. Maybe that will happen in a few years. And then we got a call from Nikki earlier um, in, in about March saying, I'm coming to Calgary to do this festival. Is that anywhere close to you? Um, <laughs> we, you know, and we said, uh, well, no, but if you're already making the flight over the, the Atlantic, you may as well, you know, stop in and let's see if we can do something. And so right. um, it worked out that way. And we have made a few sort of tweaks and, and changes for the Toronto show that are um, maybe more, uh, more relevant to a Toronto audience. Um but, uh, yeah, this is a show that Nikki has been sort of working and creating for several years. And this is the first time it's being presented anywhere outside of the U.K. So she's very excited and we're so excited to be able to, to work on this with her. Congratulations to Nikki and, and for the company. Um, Emily, what challenges, if any, were there with putting this show together? Oh, there are always challenges. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, we're really... Um, because at the heart of everything, we, we want to focus on accessibility and true, authentic, disabled representation. We wanted to make sure that anyone we were um, reaching out to for, um, you know, sort of sponsorships or venue space or anything like that, we're also making sure that those were important goals to them. And so they're, you know, finding a venue and making sure that we found a space that felt inclusive, working with other companies and organizations who also felt inclusive um, was really important to us. And we're very lucky that um, Tarragon Theater actually donated the space to us um, for this for this performance. And Rosemead Theater um, also donated funding to help us. And those are two organizations who work really hard to make things more inclusive and accessible. Mm-hmm. Um and so we've been really fortunate to to get to work with them. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just making sure that everyone sort of has the same values. And um, at the end of the day, 
what we all care about is, as you said, bringing that representation, especially for children, because that's something that we all really craved when we were younger. Um, so, you know, even in the challenging moments that we've been reminding ourselves, that's who we're doing it for. And that just feels so rewarding and exciting. Wow. Good space too. Tarragon's a beautiful place to do a show. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that inclusivity. Uh, for theater goers, Nathan, anything you want to point out about the accessibility uh, access features incorporated into the show, um, into the, the venue, and just anything that people might be thinking about in terms of accessibility? Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, you know, because of the work that we do is all about disability and accessibility. It's always something that is at the forefront and integrated into all of the work that we do. So for this show, um, it's really creative in terms of of its accessibility, which is really exciting. So the show features creative use of audio description, which is actually embedded into the musical score. And they've created this character called AD, which is actually spelled A-I-D-Y, AD. It's like a little name for the character (laughs) of audio which is absolutely brilliant. And they I love use that. the character and play of it. It's absolutely wonderful. It's really cool. That is amazing. And, and then, so helpful. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, Carry on. yeah, for sure. It's it's so nice to have things integrated directly into the shows rather than having them, you know, as a something that distracts your attention or, or uh, takes your focus away from the action. And speaking on that, um, there's a deaf actor in the show named Hearns uh, who uses ASL integrated into the show as well. Um, so that's a really cool integration feature. Um, yeah. And, and, and on top of those access features, um, we're going to be uh, presenting this as a relaxed performance. So especially for children and disabled children, uh, we just want this to be a really safe and inclusive space for everyone. So the house lights will remain on. Folks can make noise and engage. They can enter and exit mm. the space. We really want it to be a safe space for everyone. And on top of that, (laughs) we are also having ASL interpretation at the workshop element of the show, which we might want to talk about Um, on Sunday's uh, performance. So Sunday, August 21st, we have ASL interpretation available for the workshop element uh, as well. All right. Well, Well, tell us a little bit about the workshop. Sure, yeah. So the workshop is a pre show complimentary puppet making workshop, which 12.30 p.m. and the show begins at 2 p.m. So at 2.30 p.m. for 45 minutes, uh, you will get to meet the puppets uh, from the show, which there are three of them, and you will also be making your own puppets using basic materials that you might have in your home, things like construction paper, paper plates, paper cups, um, things that you wouldn't think of using to make a puppet. Uh, and it's going to be really interactive. So Nikki and her team will be uh, kind of uh, teaching folks how to make the puppets and really having the kids in the driver's seat to, to make these puppets. And then they're going to be able to uh, come up with a little backstory for them, bring them along to the show. Uh, just a really fun time uh, uh, for, for the entire family. Oh, just what theater is. Let's play. Like Let's pretend. Uh, Nathan, what do you hope kids take away from the show? Yeah, I think it all goes back to the idea of of being yourself on stage. And, and I know um, for Emily and I and for Nikki and her team, um, we never had that opportunity. Um, so I think this is going to be really unique for disabled children to finally get to see themselves on stage. 
And for those folks who are coming who are not disabled, which is absolutely more than welcome, there's going to be so much opportunity to just learn and listen and engage. Um, children are like a sponge and they're so um, innocent, but yes. also absorb so much information. So being able to, to introduce children to this idea of disability as a beautiful thing and into all of these access measures that are integrated directly into the show, I think it's just going to be a really beautiful community experience for, for all mm-hmm. involved. And I love the vibe of it being a children's uh, theater show and a relaxed performance. And you're talking about the safe space and you're talking about, you know, making your puppets and bringing them along uh, and the integrated AD and um, <laughs> as well as the character name and uh, all of this stuff like the the close, um, not the closed captioning, uh, the captioning and all of this. It just makes it feel like an environment you want to go to, you know, an environment that feels open um, and just so welcoming, you know, all this. Yeah. So welcoming. And the thought process that went into everything from the production itself to the access around it to, you know, how to engage uh, aside from the show, but to engage with the puppet making and then bring that into the atmosphere altogether. It's so fun. So Emily, same question to you. What do you hope that people take away and kids take away from the show? Well, you know what, I think Nathan, um, what Nathan said about, you know, for disabled kids and, and families um, with with disabled members of their family, I think it'll be a really lovely way for folks to finally have that representation. But I also just want to echo that I'm really excited for everyone to come and just learn about disability and accessibility. What makes me so excited about these access features like the audio description and the ASL being integrated is that Mm -hmm. everyone accesses them and then can learn about them Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something we're also doing in the workshop is that uh, all the puppets um, are we're going to ask all of the groups who are making puppets to come up uh, with an audio description for their puppets and come up with a sign name for their puppets and um, and so our deaf cast member is going to go around and help everyone come up with a sign name and we have um, cast members who are going to go around and sort of teach everyone about audio description. And so again, it's just this way of, of allowing kids and their families to learn about access and accessibility and why it's so important um, and, and why these things should be celebrated. In a very comfortable environment. Yeah. Uh, Emily, where yeah. do we go to get more information? You can go to the disabilitycollective.com and uh, the disabilitycollective.com slash tickets. If you're looking to get tickets, um, tickets are pay what you can. Um, they're also available at the door, so folks are more than welcome to uh, to come and show up and buy their tickets at the door. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm so excited for you. All the best, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We were speaking with artistic director and founder Emily Maxwell and managing director Nathan Sartori of the Disability Collective about their first in-person event, a children's theater show titled What Happened to You? Pay what you can. You can't make it any more accessible. We'll be right back, folks, when we reach into the archives and listen to a conversation with independent living skills specialist, Leanne Barda. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, 
and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.